It seems that no matter where you look, there's pop culture news flying around everywhere. But how can you keep up so you're ready to roll when a new episode of the Popcast comes out? Wouldn't it be wonderful if there was one place where you could go to get all the news you want? Then boy do I have good news for you, because Flipboard is here to help. Flipboard curates the world's stories so you can be smarter in your work, life, and play. Choose from thousands of topics to personalize Flipboard, and get the latest stories from the best publishers and experts delivered to you 24-7. Used by millions of people every day, Flipboard is how people move themselves and the world forward. Get started now at Flipboard.com. That's Flipboard.com. This is Episode 10 of the Popcast. Hello, welcome to the Popcast, the pop culture podcast from Vernacular. We're your hosts, Maureen and Josh Goldman. Each week, we'll dive into the latest in pop culture with our three regular segments. First, the snack bag, where we cover some smaller stories from the past week. Second, the marquee topic, where we dive in depth into one pop culture story or event. And third, the teasers, where we give our suggestions for pop culture content you might have missed, but should definitely check out. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode. Maureen, this week's a little different, isn't it? Yes, we are on vacation. We're on vacation. Maureen was not entirely pleased that I brought literally all of the podcasting equipment with us. I brought the microphones, the pop filters, the stands. You didn't like that? Well, I thought we should have recorded it before we left, but... But there was so much pop culture that still had to happen before we left. That's true. Fair point. So if you hear any crickets behind us, that's because we're sitting on a covered porch in New York, in upstate New York. Yeah. Very exciting. There's a lake and it's beautiful and we're here with some of my family and it's a nice night. We're happy to talk about pop culture with you. And this is the first time, I think, that we've recorded this podcast where... We're both sitting at a real table. In chairs. It is a normal adult height. Very exciting. Maureen, uh, we have a couple snack bag topics, but before we get into those, I have two quick things that I wanted to talk to you about that I did not put on the outline. Uh-oh. Okay. So the first thing is, I saw this BuzzFeed article the other day that was basically Michael Caine, who was one of the actors in the film Inception. Remember Inception? Yes. With love, Leonardo DiCaprio. And I DiCaprio. love Michael Caine. He's delightful. So apparently he was on, he was doing a screening of the film and at the end they asked him whether or not Leo's character Dom was in a dream the whole time. Remember that spinning yes, top at yes. the very end? Okay, and so what was his answer? He said that, no, it wasn't a dream. It was real life. He asked Christopher Nolan, the director, and so apparently that put a kibosh on it. And I read this article and I got so frustrated because... He ruined it. No, it, it wasn't about that. See, that was the whole thing. I tried to comment on the BuzzFeed article because I've never commented on a BuzzFeed article, but I just really wanted to tell people this. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I have a platform where at least 25 to 30 people listen. Okay, so if you haven't seen Inception, this is a quick spoiler alert, but it is uh, a movie that's eight years old. So get on it. It's a great film. So at the end of the movie... Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's character goes back to his home. Finally, he spent the whole movie trying to get back home to his kids. And uh, basically, you're not sure if he's in a dream or not in a dream. If you've seen the movie, you'll understand what I'm talking about. The reason I wanted to comment on this is because, to me, the whole point of the movie and the whole point of the ending is that it didn't matter whether he was in a dream or not. 
because his only goal was to get back to his family. And he didn't even stop to think about whether he was in a dream or not. He was reunited with his family, and that's all that mattered. So to me, it didn't matter whether he was in a dream or not. The only thing that mattered is that he got home to his family. I think that's very well said, honey. So take that, BuzzFeed. Good comment. It wasn't, it wasn't their fault. <laughs> all right. The second thing I, I wanted to bring up before we jump into our snack bag is that our fellow uh, podcaster from Vernacular, Peter, who hosts the sports podcast uh, on Vernacular called Third String, he sent me this article that was like, uh, basically, this guy went to a film festival where they showed 14 straight hours of Nicolas Cage movies. <laughs> That's hilarious. So apparently the person went in skeptical. National Treasure, they one, didn't show two, Nas- and three. They didn't show National Treasure. Oh, I love that. The Family Man? They showed, no, they showed uh, Raising Arizona, which you watched on a plane. Oh, I did not like that movie. That's a Coen Brothers film. Just wasn't my taste. Yeah. Um, but basically, so this guy watched 14 straight hours of Nicolas Cage films. They showed seven in all, including some of his classics, uh, like Raising Arizona. And basically, when the guy went in, he was like, I'm not a huge Nicolas Cage fan. When he left, he was like, I love Nicolas Cage. <laughs> I just had to ask you, Maureen. I thought this article was really funny. What is your impression of Nicolas Cage? Good actor? Not a good actor? I like him. I don't know that he's ever going to like win an Academy he Award. He did win an Academy Award. What? For yes. what? Oh, gosh. I can't even check because the internet's out here. He did win an Academy Award. I'll I'll remember. I eat my words. I I think he's great. I think he is a very, like, specific type. He he is so quirky. He's just like himself. But there's lots of actors like that, like Jack Nicholson. But he's so weird in his movies. I know. It's amazing. Like, he's so... He's a talented actor, though. There are a couple movies where I've been like, oh, yeah, you are pretty good. But overall... I mean, remember him in The Rock? Do you, did you see that movie? I don't know if I did. The one where he has to break out of Alcatraz or something like that <laughs> no. with Sean Connery. Oh, it's a thing. And if you haven't seen it, you should watch it. Okay. I was able to look on my phone and Nicolas Cage won an Oscar for Leaving Las Vegas in 1996. I haven't seen that one. So he is an Oscar winner. And he was nominated uh, for an Oscar in 2003 for Adaptation. Have you seen that movie? That's a good movie, actually. I think it was a long time ago. That's a Charlie Kaufman script, so Mm. that's a good movie. Okay, let's jump into the snack bag. Okay. Just have a couple quick topics here. This first one. Oh, I like this first one. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah, can introduce it? So first of all, Josh loves Kristen Bell. She's amazing. I'm a big fan of Veronica Mars, and that's how I started to uh, love Kristen Bell. I think she's awesome, and I especially love her because she has musical theater background. I believe she went to NYU and studied musical theater. Um, Anyway, she posted something on her Instagram, her oldest daughter just graduated from preschool and Kristen Bell posted a whole series of Instagram stories that are now expired and taken down but um, basically like oh my gosh look how cute oh it's fine I'm not crying I'm a mess okay yes I'm a mess I'm crying hysterically and I just think it was a really nice mom moment for her um, and the fans I mean her fans posted about it just saying like one more reason to love her so it was really cute did it strike home for you particularly because we have a one and a half year old and you can just imagine it still him seems a little from... far away but i have i i am every certainty that i'm gonna cry but when he was in daycare he had a little performance where he oh, was so he quite literally did nothing but be held and the teachers at daycare sung and danced with him and maureen went and filmed the whole thing and i unfortunately wasn't able to go because i had a work commitment but i saw the video and i don't know there was i was like proud 
He didn't do anything. He was so little, he couldn't even crawl yet. He was just being held. It was so sweet. But it was sweet. So I can imagine that there will be many, many tears when uh, don't worry, everyone. graduates from preschool. Yeah, when Caleb graduates from preschool, I'll take videos of Josh crying. Do you graduate from every grade now? Or is it just preschool? No, I think it's like when kids like leave their preschool slash daycare and okay. go to a different school. So preschool, fifth grade, eighth grade, high school. That's a lot of graduations. Well, my school was K through six. So I had sixth grade graduation, and then I had high school graduation. Okay. So I guess it's different for everybody. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next snack bag topic here. Um, there's a film coming out the day this podcast is dropping, uh, which is Friday, August 17th, called Crazy Rich Asians. Crazy Rich Asians. I'll say it for you, honey. Crazy Rich Asians. Tongue twister of a title there. Yeah. Sorry. I couldn't even say that. This is the first major studio film with an entirely or almost entirely Asian cast. That's pretty cool. It's awesome. So I heard it's based on a book. I've heard mixed reviews about the book, but I have heard good things about the film. And I think overall, it's just going to do, well, I hope it does wonders for diversity in in Hollywood. I hope we can see it, even if we have to wait till it comes out on video. I saw a preview and it looked really interesting. Yeah, I think that, you know, a lot of times people talk about diversity in Hollywood and they talk about, you know, black actors and actresses, they talk about Hispanic actors and actresses, but there is a big problem with Asian actors not being represented. So hopefully this will do a lot for them and maybe be a springboard, a much uh, needed springboard. Okay, our final snack bag topic. It's a sad one. Yeah. Today, Aretha Franklin, the queen of soul, passed away at the age of 76. Yeah, she was amazing. Obviously, she was known for Many, many things, but one of her most famous songs. Maureen, just go ahead and give us a little. <laughs> what you want, baby, I got it. Obviously, I'm singing Respect. I'm not even going to do it because out of respect for Aretha, <laughs> I cannot sing it well. So um, R-E-S-P-E-C-T, obviously, um, hit number one in the charts yeah. pretty early. And um, she was, I think, the only the first woman entered into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um, so very sad that she passed away. Yeah, she just had a voice. Pancreatic cancer. So she just had a voice like nobody else. Yeah, you know, one of the one of the most amazing singers we'll probably ever have. So, rest in peace, Aretha. We are glad to have your music. Yeah. All right, Maureen. Let us jump into our marquee topic. This is the first of a two-part series. We're going to do part two next week. Very exciting. Maureen is very excited. You can see the excitement on her face. Well, you can't because you're listening to me, but hopefully can you can it. hear it in my voice. So I came, ac- I came across this article on The Ringer um, about Glenn Powell, an actor who was in the Netflix film Set It Up, which we've talked about on the podcast before. He was also in the Academy Award-nominated Best Picture, Hidden Figures. He played uh, astronaut John Powell. Or maybe he played Neil Armstrong. Maybe he played John Glenn. I think his last name is Powell, so he probably played John Glenn. I'm getting Glenn. confused who he played. Either way. I didn't realize he was in that. He was in Hidden Figures. I really liked him and set it up a lot. Right. So basically it was like he's kind of the quintessential movie star. He is sort of building a brand. And this article came about because he was one of the two people considered, I think one of the two finalists considered to play Uh, Goose's son in Top Gun 2. Obviously, we talked about on the podcast a couple weeks ago that that role went to Miles Teller. But I guess he impressed Tom Cruise so much in his audition, they wrote him a part or they enhanced a part that was already in the film. And so now he is 
also in Top Gun Maverick, which comes out next year. So it got me thinking, maybe we should have a discussion, part one this week and then part two next week, about leading men and women in Hollywood. So I think when you think about movie stars and leading men, since that's what we're going to talk about this week. I think of Cary Grant. I think of George Clooney. I think of Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise. I think And Tom of, Hanks. Yeah, Tom Hanks for sure. I think we're talking about like bona fide movie stars, people who have made their career in film. And because of the resurgence of television and, and you know, streaming and there are all these other avenues for people to perform now that for a while I think people were thinking maybe there's not going to be the next movie star so I put a short list together I'm I should uh say a disclaimer here I'm sure I've missed someone I'm yeah, sure this I've is missed just several a list people. of a couple of to, a couple of guys to talk about right so I put a short list together and I just want to talk through some of these people Maureen I'm going to ask you a couple questions so we can uh, go back and forth but the list of of actors kind of between the age of 20 and 35 that I put on here were Glenn Powell, who this article was about Michael B. Jordan, Amazing. who uh, was in Creed. He was in black Panther. He was also in parenthood, but that was on TV. He's done a lot. Um, and he's, he's become big in film lately. Uh, Timothy Chalamet, who was in call me by your name. And he was also in Lady Bird, Lady Bird. last year. And he has several films coming out this year. Lucas Hedges, who uh, is another Academy Award nominee for um, for Manchester by the Sea. He was also in Lady Bird. He has several films coming out. Miles Teller, who we've talked about before, he's he seems to have been in, in a lot of films for the past like five years or something like that. So he has a little bit of ground on some of these people. And the last one I put on this list was John Boyega, who has been um, in... Star Wars, the new Star Wars films. He plays Finn, and he was also in the most recent Pacific Rim film. He was leading that. So, Maureen, first of all, who of this list that I named of these uh, these actors, who do you think has the most upside when it comes to being a bona fide movie star? Like, in the next 10, 15, 20 years, who are we going to look back on and say, that is a true blue movie star? Okay, this is a very difficult question because I think that there's a couple of different ways that you could define movie star. So I think that there are certain guys that are probably going to see a lot more box office success. They're probably going to be in a lot more mainstream blockbuster movies. So Michael B. Jordan already with Black Panther, um, Glenn Powell, if he's part of the new Top Gun, and Miles Teller. They have all been in movies that are like more popular. Commercially successful. Yes, thank you. And probably John for the new Boyega category too. in the Oscars. Yes. Right. Then you have Timothy and Lucas, both of whom have been in several critically acclaimed films. Both were nominated for an Oscar um, at their very young ages. And I, I think that they will be, and they already are, but continue to be tremendous actors. But I don't know if they're going to be interested in playing the same kinds of roles that maybe are a little bit lighter and more... Um, so you don't see them in like blockbuster films necessarily. I think they could certainly do it. It will be as to whether or not they choose to go in that direction. I think the only person who's walking both lines right now is Miles Teller because Miles has been in a lot of like goofy bro movies with like yeah, some what was crude that? Well, humor. What was that one with uh, Michael B. Jordan was in it too and Zac Efron uh, that you watched. Oh, yeah. Like I they were even, all it, single it was guys. So dumb. Yeah. I can't even remember the name. But Miles Teller has done a lot of that stuff and he also was... Yeah, he was in Fantastic Four which was a terrible 
they got terrible reviews, but that's a big budget but film. But he was also wasn't he nominated for an Oscar for his work in I don't think he was nominated for an Oscar, but he was in Whiplash. Whiplash is what I'm thinking of and the film was at least nominated right, for an yeah. Oscar. So he is I think he has shown that he can do both. Um I think all of them on the list already are bona fide right, but movie if, stars. But if I if he had to pick one who kind of stands out who is going? Who's who? Who on this short list of people that we put together is going to be the one? Ugh, so hard. You have to pick one. It's it's not like there's any consequences if I you know, pick wrong. But I, I really don't like being wrong. I think I probably pick Miles Teller. I think he's a little bit farther ahead of the pack. I think he's done more films, and I think he's done films in different genres. Interesting. I would have to go with Michael B. Jordan. I think that he has the capability to hold a franchise like he's doing mm. with Creed and I think he's also done several critically acclaimed films he was in a film that is excellent if you haven't seen it it's called Fruitvale Station it's based on a true story also directed by Ryan Coogler who directed Creed and Black Panther definitely worth a watch I haven't seen Creed but I like that one I don't know is it I Rocky mean, it's yeah it's it's a continuation of the Rocky franchise I kind of want to watch it yeah okay so we'll put that on our list okay um but I think that he is probably the person on this list that we've put together that is the most likely to be a bona fide movie star. Reverse question, Maureen. Who on this list do you think has the least upside? I don't know. I don't like picking that. Do you think they're all... I mean, if you think they're all talented, then someone is not going to be... Of course they're all talented. I think the... mm, well, I don't know. What I was going to say is maybe Timothy Chalamet will have a harder time. Because when I think of leading man, I think of, well, this is so stereotypical. But I, he just seems like younger and... He seems, well, he is younger, isn't he? He's yeah, like he's a little more adolescent. But like, who knows what he's going to do, you know, five, ten years from now. Who do you think is going to be most like like a Tom Hanks? Kind of uh. like, like, like when Tom Hanks was in his prime, everybody loved Tom Hanks. I don't know that we have a Tom Hanks in this list. You don't think we're? You think we'll ever have a Tom Hanks again? I don't know. He's pretty pretty amazing. The I mean the breadth of work that he's done, and having consistent success from such a young age. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure anybody on this list is going to be Tom Hanks, but that'd be cool if we had another Tom Hanks. So we could use another Tom Hanks. There will never be another Tom Hanks, but there could be someone. Okay, different. obviously. Well, maybe maybe his son, Colin Hanks. Can we say Hanks some more? Hanks. Hanks, 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 Hanks. Is that like a tongue twister? No, I don't know. I just felt like we were saying it a lot. Hanks. Good old Hanks. You know, he signs all of his tweets. Hanks. Guys, Hanks for listening today. (laughs) (laughs) That is so rare that I can get Josh to actually laugh, and he is chortling right now. This is the most satisfying moment of my life. That was pretty funny. Hanks for listening. (laughs) Okay, well, it's not as funny the second time. You know, he signs... Hanks for listening. And it's definitely not as funny the third time. You know, he signs all of his tweets, Hanks with an X. Why do people do that? I don't know. Confusing. It's like you're only eliminating two letters. Yeah. Okay, Maureen, anything else on this topic before we move on? No, I'm excited to, to discuss the girls next week. I think that one's a lot more interesting because I think that you have a lot more people who might not necessarily headline franchises, but uh, could we have another Meryl Streep? I guess we'll talk about that next there week. There will never be another Meryl Streep. Okay, we get it. She, she has a daughter. She does. Two daughters? One of Mamie? them went to Northwestern. What's the other one's name? Mamie, maybe Goomer? Mamie Gummer. Gummer? Yeah, I don't yeah. know the other ones. Yeah, Mamie's the only one that matters. I was thinking of Julia Roberts because I had just watched Mystic Pizza, which was when like her like big breakout Mystic role. Mystic what? 
pizza. What did I say? You pizza? said Mystic Pizza. Mystic Pizza. Mystic Pizza. That'd be interesting if they if it took place in the town of Pisa. Mm. And the tower was somehow mystical. Yeah. Okay. Moving right. on. Yeah, I think uh, that'll do it for teasers. our marquee topic. Yes, let's move on to teasers. Maureen, do you want to kick it off this week? So, you guys, I crowdsourced my teaser this week because, as I mentioned, we are on vacation. And um, two of our most loyal listeners are my brother and sister-in-law. And so I asked Kathy and Kevin if they had anything that I should include in my teasers, and they did. So I haven't actually listened to this podcast yet, but I have a feeling we'll be listening to it on our drive home. So they recommend a podcast called Rewatchables from The Ringer. And this is a podcast about movies that you can watch over and over again. So it goes over casting choices, things that aged well and didn't. They talk about who won the movie, so who carried the movie, who was the best in it, that kind of thing. And they love it, and they think that we'll love it. So thanks, Kevin and Kathy, and I can't wait to listen. Josh, what's your teaser for the week? My teaser for this week is a film that was released in 1993. This was recommended to me by a colleague who said that, who was ashamed that I hadn't seen the film. It's called The Fugitive with Harrison Ford and Tommy Lee Jones and even stars a young Julianne Moore, which was interesting to see. So the film was nominated for seven Oscars in 1994 and actually won an Oscar for Tommy Lee Jones for Best Supporting Actor. The film is sort of like a thriller uh, mystery. I will say it goes a little bit off the rails in the latter third, so like the third act. It gets a little hokey and the music is a little hokey, but it's a really enjoyable, watchable film. And I really enjoyed it. So I think you might, too, if you haven't seen it. Um, Harrison Ford is actually really good in the film. You know, if you've only ever seen him in big budget stuff like Star Wars or Indiana Jones, you should give this a watch because he's a pretty good actor. And, uh, you know, I think this shows off his range. So I think the film is available on HBO uh, if you have HBO. So check it out. It's called The Fugitive. Yeah. That's our show, everybody. Thanks for listening. That's our show. Thanks for listening. Uh, that's our show. Thanks for listening. That's our show. Hanks for listening. <laughs> yes. That's our show for this week. Thanks for listening. You can leave us feedback, comments, or questions on each episode by going to vernacularpodcast.com slash popcast. We would love to hear from you and we would especially love to hear what you want to hear about on the show. You can also reach us by emailing the popcast at vernacularpodcast.com. Please also subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. We put out a new one every Friday, and if it's not too much trouble, please drop us a rating or a review. It helps other people find our show. We'll be back next week, as always, sitting cross-legged on our bedroom floor with a brand new episode. Have a great week, everybody. Check one, two, check one, two, three. You're like, I can't control the level of my voice. I can't. I can't control the level of my voice.